three, two, one, and we're live. All right, man, now that we're live, I'm going to take these things off because uh, we just have them on so we can actually hear how we sound on the audio. Yep. All right. And I'm going to turn the audio down a lot because we're making lots of noise. There we go. Much better. Okie dokie. All right, so another father-son fireside chat, number four. Uh, yeah, I believe so. All right, so we're back. What's going on with you, man? Not much. Just played a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima with you. Yeah, also Ghost hung of out with the France. That yeah, was we fun. did hit, go hang out to France. We did training day as a family. Uh, uh, Mom and uh, Miss Peaches trained, and you and Dylan trained, and me and Mr. Keith trained. Yep. Mr. Keith tapped me out today. And Dylan took you down. Bad day for the Denzes. <laughs> took you down twice. And I pulled guard twice. He Keith pulled died. guard twice, too. Yeah, I Mr. Keith pulled guard, guard a lot, too. I got tired, though. Mr. Keith's in better shape than me. I gotta work on that. Sorry about the wind if you hear it, too. Well, oh, the wind and the rain? Yeah, it's stormy out. Stormy! It's been uh, all weird today. Rain, not rain, clouds, no clouds. Went to Denny's today. Today was the first time we've eaten out since the pandemic started. Eating out at a restaurant. We have gotten food. We right. have ordered food. But, I mean, we actually sat inside a restaurant and ate. Yes. It was Denny's, though. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was really good. Denny's is not the pinnacle of breakfast, but it's good food. It was cheap, too. I like that. <laughs> it's cheap anyway. enough I was able to pay for everybody. That's the best part. Yeah, so we got... Today, we got to talk... We got to finish our podcast from the other day about Last of Us. Yes, and then the next one's going to be the sad one where we talk about the dog. Yeah, got mom in here talking about Today, we got a fun one. We're talking about video games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we finished The Last of Us Part 2. Yep. Definitely not a game for anybody under the age of, I don't know, 14, 15 at least. And not for any man children who are going to send death threats to voice actors like little babies either. <laughs> yeah, the actress that played Abby got some death threats. I disagree with that, but... I don't know. Mr. Derek is not happy with Abby either. I think they actually did Abby very well, and I think the voice actor did an especially good job. It's not that she didn't do a good job. I think she did a phenomenal job, too. But she played Wii Golf on Joel's head, and that's got everyone upset. Well, that's the whole point of the story. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. So, last time we were still playing as Ellie, I believe, right? Or did uh, we start as Abby, maybe? I'm not sure. I think we were through the... We might have been through the Ellie stuff, maybe not. But, but we were very close to finishing Ellie. It is time to air our grievances about the game now that we finished it. So, who do you want to go first, me or you? You go first. I don't have very... My grievances are the same as last time. I think I've got about four grievances. Um, The pacing, the first fight, the second fight, and Dina. So, let's start with the pacing. The pacing is really frustrating just because of the way they did it, and I think it's not a hard pro... It's not a hard solve, but I also don't think it's a terrible problem. Um, it's not ruining the game for me. It's just a little frustrating because what happens is you play as Ellie for the three days in Seattle and then Abby comes, shoots one of the characters from Jackson named Jesse, and then, you know, threatens to shoot Ellie. Ellie goes on her little whiny speech. Shoots, um, Tommy too, right? No, she threatens to kill Tommy. So Ellie has to drop her gun. So then, you know, Ellie goes on her whiny little speech, like a little baby. And then, um... Abby Abby points the gun at her, and then you start playing as Abby. And I think that's very frustrating because Abby's storyline is just as long as the three days that Ellie had in Seattle, and you just really want to know what's going to happen, but you still have hours to go before you get back there. So that really frustrated me. My second grievance is the first fight. After you finish Abby's part of the story, you go back to the point in time that you were before you went to Abby's storyline. Since when you start Abby's storyline... It's a, it's a couple days before 
the climax. Basically, you're playing the same three days as Abby as you are as Ellie. So yes. it's the same timeline that you're playing in, but they just go back and start Abby's timeline three days ago. And honestly, I really liked Abby's storyline because, you know, she went from killing somebody and not really understanding the dynamic there. She just wanted to kill Joel. Who to, killed her father. Yeah. To, to be fair. To going to understand the emotions that, you know, Ellie feels again. Because during the course of Abby's storyline, there's lots of drama going on with her her um her old group with the wolves. You know, her and Owen have a thing even though Owen's like girlfriend is pregnant with his baby and all that stuff. But she also meets this these young cultists who are leaving the cult because they disagree with the teachings and one of them dies unfortunately. But she still keeps a strong relationship. Can you swing the mic just a little bit that way so I can see your face? Yeah, that's good. But she still has a... Uh, well, I have to lean in this way to talk into the mic good. So... I'll right, we'll just swing it back then. Yeah, once you start talking, I'll back up. All right. So anyway, besides the technical difficulties, Abby comes very close to this boy named Lev. And she starts to understand kind of... Boy? It's confusing. We'll say boy for now, because if it is a she, she identifies as a boy. So we'll just go with the politically... We'll, we'll just go with the political... I don't know, though. But it is for sure she. We'll just go with the politically correct version and say that he. So comes very close with a boy named Lev. And... Or he, she. Comes very close with a boy named Lev. Lev. And starts to understand kind of... Also, a Lev is much younger, so it's not like a... No, no. Not like a, a boy-girl like love relationship. Yeah, Lev it's is more a... more mentoring relationship. Lev is probably... You know, somewhere starting is probably around the age where you start puberty-ish, maybe a little younger. So you know, Abby starts to understand kind of a, kind of what a similar relationship between, kind of starts to have that relationship, and then she starts learning. You know, she starts becoming more remorseful and definitely more tolerable as you're playing the game. You don't just hate Abby, but you know, I still wanted Abby to die, and that leads into our my next point, but. You know, I think they did a good job with that. And I think that's important to get out there because it's a hot take. And uh, Hot take. I don't think there was really too many big problems with the writing except for the pacing and the two fights. Because now we get into the the first fight. Yeah, the first fight. So once you're done with Abby's three days in Seattle, she you get to the point where she threatens to kill Ellie. And somehow they end up back at the stage. And they have this whole big fight behind the stage. And... What happens is somehow they went back after they killed all of Abby's friends. They went back to the stage where they were staying, and Abby followed them back. Ellie, you mean? No, Ellie killed all of Abby's friends. They went back to their stage. The the no, theater. No, no, no. They went back to the theater, but that's not the stage. They went back to the stage part of the theater is what I'm saying. Right. So you get back to the point after Abby after Ellie kills Jesse, and then Lev, who's the bow guy has his bow trained on Tommy. So if Tommy tries anything, Tommy's dead. So Abby and Ellie start fighting backstage. And the problem with this fight is Abby has no weapons. The, she loses her gun on the way to the stage. So she's going to have to fight Ellie, who has all of her guns and a bow, with bottles and bricks and her fists. And my problem with this is that both of them have the same powers. They both have... No way, dude. Abby's way more savage than They her. both have listen mode. Abby's got guns, bro. Yeah, guns but are better than guns. Guns 
it doesn't matter. They're, they have the same stealth abilities and the same tracking abilities. They both have the same listen mode. And they both have the same stealth mode. And the only way that Abby should win this fight is if you play amazingly as Abby and just die a lot as Ellie. But canonically, if you play the same, which is most likely, Abby should lose this fight because she's going against somebody with the same tracking and stealth skills who has guns. I think Ellie should have won that fight, and I think it would have been fine because everybody wants Abby to die at that point anyway. So you can just have Ellie kill Abby and cut off an unnecessary three hours, you know, three, four hours of the game. And I think that's a much better ending than what happened. And this is another pricing problem as they drag it out. So Abby survives and lets Ellie live again. Abby won the fight, by the way. Abby wins the fight and lets Ellie live. Mm-hmm. And then Abby and Lev go to Santa Mon... In- yeah. So Abby actually lets Tommy and Ellie live again. Mm-hmm. So then Best Abby... twice, two times. Yeah. So then Abby and Lev go to Santa Monica to chase down rumors of the Fireflies, the old group that, um, you know, Abby and Owen used to belong to. And, and Abby I, had to leave her group that she was in because she killed everyone to help Lev escape. Killed yeah, friends. She killed, she killed wolves. And then, um, so yeah, they go to Santa Monica chasing down the Fireflies. And they get to the Fireflies, but then some crazy people get her. They're Another called. Group. Yeah, they're called Rattlers, which is the fourth group in this story, by the way, which is too many. Three groups was already plenty, but now they're adding a fourth group. So this fourth group takes Abby and Lev, and then we start playing as Ellie again. So Ellie, so Ellie and Dina are trying to live on a ranch peacefully, and then as you are playing this ranch section, eventually at the end of it, Tommy comes to their home, and... Because Ellie keeps having nightmares and can't sleep and can't She's eat. She's having PTSD. Yeah, because of what Abby did. And then so Tommy comes and says and figures out that Abby's going to be in Santa Monica. And then Ellie follows those trails back to Santa Monica. Leaves Dina. Leaves the baby. Yeah, leaves Dina and Dina's baby. Dina wants her to stay, but she won't stay. Yeah. So, so she's th- throwing away her. Uh-huh. She's throwing Dina away her. Dina is her girlfriend if you haven't been following her. We didn't make it very clear. Yeah. So Dina is her life mate. She left her life mate to and a baby mm-hmm. to go Dina, chase after. So Dina and Ellie are in a relationship, and they then Dina has a baby from Jesse because they were dating, and you know they had a baby. But Jesse's dead. Yeah. So Ellie and Dina are taking care of the baby and living on a ranch, and then Tommy comes and tells Ellie that Abby is in Santa Monica, and because of Ellie's PTSD or whatever. She goes to Santa Monica to kill the Rattlers. And the only reason why I'm okay with this Rattlers part is because you get an awesome gun for Ellie. Besides that, I think it's completely unnecessary. Because... That was actually my favorite fight in the entire game. Yeah. The fights are awesome against the Rattlers. They're really cool fights. But besides that, this story-wise, it didn't make any sense to me. So they have this whole long section where you fight against the Rattlers and you eventually get to the prison. And the prisoners say that because Abby tried to escape, the Rattlers sent her to the section of the prison where you're basically just crucified and left to die. So Ellie, who's who has some weird injury or whatever, stumbles all the way down to... She doesn't have a weird injury. She's stabbed through the side from the tree. She was hanging oh, on... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hanging on a tree, tree and she got stabbed through. So she has a puncture wound through her side. Yeah, so she has a puncture wound. On the liver side, so she's probably not feeling too good. And she stumbles all the way to the crucifixion part and f- 
lets Abby and Lev lets Abby down. Abby goes lets Lev down. At this point, they're both like Abby's super skinny now because you know she's been crucified for a couple days at this point, and they let her go. And then as they're leaving, Ellie challenges Abby to a fight. Abby After, says, "I can't let you go." Yeah, Ellie says that. Ellie says that. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then after some convincing, they have a fight. Ellie has a knife and Abby has her hands because otherwise the fight wouldn't be even close to fair. Mm-hmm. So you slice up Abby's arms and then you start drowning Abby a couple times. And then it Abby flips. bites off her fingers. Oh so yeah, she Abby. all her finger her three fingers, these two three. fingers. The back two. Oh yeah. Yeah. The bad guy knuckles. She oh. loses her bad guy knuckle all fingers. Right, gotcha. And then um so yeah. And then you start drowning her and then it Cuts to a cutscene, which you don't really understand because it's a really good game and you can flip to cutscenes really quickly. And you stop killing Abby because you have a flashback to Joel and their last, their real last encounter, which is them talking on the patio. And Ellie is starting, is trying to make a plan with Joel to start trusting him again. And then basically you stop fighting Abby because. You have a violence is bad moment and you let her go. And I think this is another really dumb part in the story because the entire story, you are building up and building up and building up this revenge plot. And then at the very end, when you can finally get revenge, you don't get revenge. And that really bothered me. My final grievance is another grievance that doesn't really ruin the story for me, like the two fights, but it's just really annoying. And that's Dina. Throughout the entire story, I didn't really care about Dina, and at times I really disliked her, because during the fights, she just got in the way for me, and to me, she just seemed very annoying, and there was no reason to really care for her, and her and Ellie's relationship seemed kind of on the cut, like, kind of on a whim, and not great, and I didn't really understand why they would, you know, I don't, I don't really like that relationship. It didn't interest me and I didn't really care about Dina. So that would be my last grievance is I just didn't care about Dina enough. And there's no reason for me to care about Dina or root for Dina and Ellie. I just really, I would have been fine if Dina died. I would rather Dina die than Jesse, who is also not really a big character who you also don't care about but you to me you would still care about more than dina so now you can go ahead and re restate your old grievances or respond to mine Mm, the only part i really don't like about the game is the cover system i still think they need a better cover system for ellie and abby when they're fighting um besides for that i like the game uh i didn't think the story was that bad uh i think playing through the game i like ellie less than i like abby I think that uh, Ellie and Dean are just little whiny kids. And uh, Abby is like, she didn't kill anyone she didn't need to kill. Mm-hmm. She only really killed Joel. She let everyone else go. When uh, Ellie and Dina came through, they killed like, all of <laughs> Abby's friends. Although that was part of the revenge plot. Ellie did say that she was going to kill all of them. Yeah, she did say she was going to kill all of them. And she killed all of them. And she killed a lot of other extra people that had nothing to do with Joel's death. Um, she c- could have let her go. I didn't think the end fight was that bad. I do think it was a little bit drawn out. I think they could have just had them separate somehow without fighting at the end of the theater and then have the last fight in Santa Monica be their actual fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, that uh, Ellie lost everything trying to get revenge. 
Even at the end, when she tries to play the piano and her fingers are gone, she can't play the chords right. And the guitar. Yeah, even if you get it perfectly right, it still it still strums wrong. I thought that was a cool touch. I think game's really good. I I don't mind the story too much. Um, I know Derek hates Abby still, but I at the end of the game, I like Abby more than Ellie. To be honest, I kind of agree with you with the whole I like Abby better than Ellie part. Because Ellie's whole story just seemed like some 13-year-old girl's revenge fantasy about her friend that she has some weird, you know, killing fantasy about. And I really hated that. Like, everybody keeps saying, everybody keeps posting this image kind of as a joke, which has Ellie's face and... There was somebody who posted Ellie's face with a caption above it that said, tell me a character who went through more pain, I'll wait. Mm. But to be honest, Abby probably went through more pain. Abby, all of Abby's friends died because of Ellie. Abby's dad died. Abby had to break herself away from the wolves. Abby had to deal with the guilt of, you know, getting scandalous with Owen. And... She has to deal with the death of Yara. She has to deal with the responsibility for Yara and Lev. And when when Ellie threatens to kill Lev, Abby is, like, seriously worried. And all that happened to Ellie was Joel died. And you can make the argument, and I probably will agree with you, that Joel means more to Ellie than Abby's friends m- matter to her. Not more than her dad did, though. True. But... Still, I really don't think Ellie's story... Like, Ellie's story didn't really hit as much as Abby's did. Abby's story was much more compelling. And I think another part of that is because Abby is the new character to the series. And I think all this hate for Abby's story and Abby's voice actor makes no sense. I think Abby was truthfully written well. I think her story made sense. You know, she's starting to learn about a type of relationship that Joel and Ellie had. And um, I think Laura Bailey did a very good job. And I honestly think Abby was better written than Ellie throughout the entire thing. Uh, They just wrote them differently. Um, I just think a lot of it has to do with the pandemic and people got a lot extra time. So things like that matter more to them. So everyone's got a little bit more time to sit around and be more angry about things right now. Mm -hmm. So I think that's all. You mean in in the story? No, I mean about everything. Not, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About the voice actor. And uh-huh. I mean more of the real life s- stuff. Because there's, there's, well, the other one's more of an epidemic. but. So what do you think? Played all the way through now. I went through both times. I did. Uh, I got platinum on it. Cleaned up everything. I still think that my rating is probably closer to a 9.2 or a 9. And I really, the only things that bothered me are some slight technical issues. And what really bugs me are those two fights and the pacing and that's all that i have against this game every other part of the game was enjoyable even though i didn't think ellie's story was as good i enjoyed it so i still think i give it a nine and a half or ten um it's probably the best game for playstation 4 my favorite game for playstation 4 is still spider-man right now spider-man was amazing uh even though the story wasn't as good i I enjoy playing. I enjoy web slinging, dude. I just like to fly around. Oh, web slinging was awesome. All right, so uh, we're about twenty minutes in. Let's uh, get to our early first... impressions of Ghost of Tiramisu. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, Ghost of Tiramisu. Or Tsushima. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like Tiramisu. It's yummy. The game. I like Ghost of Tsushima a lot. So far, it's been good. I really like the gameplay. 
The fighting is pretty good. It's a nice open world. The game is obviously a little more clunky than Last of Us because it's a lot bigger and it's an open world game. Do you think it's more clunky? Yeah. I'm not sure it's more clunky. I think the transitions to cutscenes are a little more glitchy and slow and aren't as, you know, graphically seamless. What well, Aren't as seamless. And uh, the wind is not done all that great. Like, the the guiding wind is not... It's not amazing, but it's still a very pretty game for being as big as it is. Like, man, you're very demanding. We're going from a we're going from a story driven game to a open world game, and even the water in Last of Us was kind of not you know amazing. But th- it's because these oh games. My goodness, it's you because are brutal, bro. The have water you seen, in Last of Us was good. Have you seen like the top tier like gaming PC games? With the most recent hardware and ray tracing and all that, the PS5 games are gonna be just as big and look way better. You're just used to like eight bit games. You're rough, bro. You're rough. That is good. It's a ba- one of the best on the market for you, open you, world game. It's the best looking open world game. You just haven't seen the top top tier games. But anyway, what's a better looking open world game than Ghost of Tsushima? Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head but if you look at point if you caveman if you look at the performance abilities of like two thousand dollar gaming pcs that can run at 4k over 100 fps and like Ooh, ray tracing it is even, we're not even playing it on a playstation pro we're playing it's PlayStation, a thousand times better than anything the playstation 4 will put out although the ps5 is going to look just as good for sure. You're very sound. You're sounding very millennial right now. But no, I'm he's younger than millennial. Oh, Millennials that? are like 30 now. Millennials oh. are starting to get old. What's your age group called? Gen Z. You're sounding very Gen Z right now. Zoomers? You're a Zoomer. I am. But anyway. What about gameplay? The gameplay is amazing. And I will say the graphics aren't bad. They're really good. Especially for an open world game. Like this game is... Is, was it bigger than Last of Us? Is it, like, more storage-wise? Is it bigger? I don't know. I never actually looked, actually. It's probably bigger, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's As not too dis, though. <laughs> for an open-world game, it's so pretty. And it is comparable to Last of Us. It's just Last of Us was visually probably the best game for PS4. The faces aren't as well-defined. Uh-huh. Um, actually, the sound for us is... We don't have a surround sound, so I think we don't have a good sound setup. Yeah, we don't have a good sound setup. But if you have the same sound setup as us, listening to the sound through the TV, the voice actors are hard to hear. I I don't like that. The sound is real compressed because they have different sound settings, and since we don't have like headphones or anything, we do have we have the good headphones. The PS4 yeah, but headphones. we both can't listen to the yeah. game then. Usually, force plays and I fall asleep That's because we're using. <laughs> it's hard to die, so it's hard to know when to switch. Yeah. But, um... Force has been soaking up all the PlayStation time, but that's okay. But, uh... Yeah, because we have it set to TV speakers, it's not going to sound as good. But I'm sure if you have, like, headphones or something, it'd be fine. And also, the graphic settings want to make me play it again already, and I haven't even finished it. So... You can put it in black and white and in Japanese. Yeah. So, you know, already some of the settings want to ma- want me to play it twice. Want... Make me want to play it twice, even though I haven't even played it the once. The problem is, is like uh, the Jap. Even when you switch to Japanese, they still the speaking the lips is still in English. Yeah. So, but it it's in Japanese. It's just it looks terrible. It looks horribly dubbed. 
<laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so far I, I'm very impressed, and I, I like the game. The gameplay is similar to like a cross between maybe Batman and Spider-Man, because you have the gadgets like Batman, but it kind of handles uh, more fluid, more like Spider-Man does. Since you have a sword and you have like a bunch of different weapons, it's gonna be more complicated, mm -hmm. I think. But yeah, it's you gonna have to be use interesting. Your shoulder, the shoulder buttons manipulate which weapons you're using and stuff. So you hold R one and you press side or down on the D pad to change R two, R two, and then you your, press a button or yeah. a D pad direction to mm -hmm. change your stance or your side weapon. Yeah, different stance. It's a very excellent game. Uh, the horse riding is not uh, Red Dead Revolution. Good, but it's redemption. Uh, yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Good, but it's, it handles way better. It's not realistic at all, so it's more fun actually. Yeah, I think the horse riding is fine. Mm -hmm. And also, there's a lot of collectible stuff already, which is going to be hard to keep track of. But the fact that there are so many different ways to earn cooler stuff is cool to me. I do like the, some of the collectible stuff that's really cool is you chase foxes around to find stuff. Or the stuff, golden birds. Or the golden birds. And when you get near stuff, uh, your controller vibrates. So it's not like all these other games that they really did a... They just, it's just to eat up time to find the collectibles. You really can find them all while you're playing, at least so far. Yeah. I and enjoy that part of the game. Obviously, they're going to not all be easy to find. But, like, they give you bonuses and stuff. So they're not just, like, the Last of Us collectibles that were just kind of, like, uh, whatever. Right? And I it has care. a level up system. So as you level up, you can choose what you uh, put your points into. The level up system, I will say, it's a very small thing. To It's a very small thing. But it makes me enjoy the level up system a lot better. Is each time we get a new silhouette and a new title. And I don't know. For some reason, that makes leveling up just more satisfying. Yeah, it's cool. So, like, your popularity... And your knownness across uh, all of Japan, right? Because I know we're on a little island, but then we're going to go yeah. to the other island. So so for right now, mm -hmm. like, so we went from the Lost Samurai to the Wandering Samurai to the People's Hope. Mm -hmm. And the new silhouettes and stuff, I don't know. It just makes me really excited to level up. Yeah. And uh, you can kind of, uh, you can get, have a bow. You can have, like, ranged weapons or you can have up-close weapons. And the way you choose your character, you can kind of individualize the way you play if you're more what, of a stealth player or more of a uh, open combat player what really individualizes your play though is uh the flowers because you can just kind of you can choose how you look so you can choose different it has absolutely nothing to do with the way you play it's just you, how you look yeah you can choose different headbands or different sheaths like sword kits and stuff and um Forrest likes to play barbie when we play these games so he's super into collecting flowers i had to get to well <laughs> made it sound like you made me sound like a wuss. No, you're not a wuss. You just like to dress your characters up. Yeah, so I, I had to get 20 you're flowers. You're the guy that would spend a million dollars if you played... Uh, I would not spend a million dollars on Fortnite. If you played Fortnite, you'd be the guy that bought all the stuff for Fortnite. You, you that's, that's pretty much what you're doing with you the flowers. You don't get to customize it. Like, you don't get to choose your own customization, though. Although I do like the hat you put on the guy. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah. So, um, you know... <laughs> Forrest is a menus guy. He's in the menus all the time. It drives me nuts. That's the menus are so important, though. Because there are collectibles, there are your gear, a bunch of different charms and stuff. I, I'm i telling you, the menus are going to become important. The menus That's are, how I feel about it. The menus are going to become important. <laughs> if you didn't see it, you should watch the video edition of this. <laughs> yeah, the menus will become important, though. And there's a lot of menus. Mm -hmm. There's like a so, lot. So the story is not very developed so far because it's an open world game. And we have not been doing the story mode much. There's so much stuff to do. We haven't there's, really... 
yeah. kind of the story. There's side quests that kind of have to do with the story, and then there are main quests, and then there are quests to get like mythic strikes and stuff. So it's very cool. If you like Japanese anime at all, you will love this game. If you game like plays really well. Mm-hmm. If you like open world games that has sword fighting in it, it's really good. If you like shooting stuff. Probably not the best game. The bow, yeah, you can't even hold on to the bow for a long time. Like, there's a. Eventually, you have to let go, even if you're holding the button down. The stealth so. mode's not very good either. Because you're supposed to be a samurai who takes yeah. everything head on. Force tries to sneak around and stab everybody. I just go in head first. And you can do showdowns, which are cool, but I yeah. suck at them. The standoffs are actually a very interesting point of the game because they make the game easier, but it's also like. Something that really hasn't been done before. But if you jack, uh, if you jack it up, it does it's a, big a lot penalty. of damage. Yeah. So right now we have uh, you. There's a showdown, so you hold triangle, and then when you let it go, you kill the guy. So you have to do it right when he attacks. You and then kill him. we unlock the ability that makes the second guy come. Yeah, and I suck at the and second guy. You have to tap it when he starts coming at you. Mm-hmm. But um, the one thing I will say about the gameplay is certain combinations of enemies can be really annoying and difficult. Like when you were facing the three spearmen, like. When we were playing today for that short little time to mm-hmm. get our thoughts back, um, you know, that was not going to be an easy fight no matter who was doing it. Just because the three spearmen are not a fun fight. If Force were to level up the parry so it can parry the spear, probably be a lot easier. The spear parry is like four techniques down. Yeah. We don't think we even got enough points to get it yet. Yeah, you had to get the bring you back to life thing. That was two. Well, the bring you back to life thing we have used, actually. It doesn't really work so good because you come back with no health. <laughs> we just need to get more resolve slots. Yeah. By finding more stuff. The game is pretty cool. It is cool. There's just some parts that are very frustrating, like the dogs. Mm-hmm. I would say that it's... Do you think it's more or less fun than The Last of Us? It depends. Because if you're a person who likes playing stealthy and doing stealth things, then Last of Us is going to be more interesting to you. But if you like, like open world games and open combat and like fields and stuff with swords or even if you like open world like gun games i'm sure you'll like the other thing i like about this is you play in small segments you can sit down for like 10 or 15 minutes and actually accomplish something mm-hmm. last of us i felt like i needed to have a like an hour to sit down and play at least yeah all right anything else uh put a spoiler warning in the beginning of the video <laughs> i will not do that that's mean. Ah. Why should I put a spoiler? This uh, Last of Us 2 has been out forever. We didn't, we didn't spoil anything about this. Good. Yeah, we did. What did we spoil about this? A little bit. Like what? I guess not really. We didn't talk about the story at all. Mm. Okay. No, we didn't ruin it. Okay. I don't even know what the story is because I was kind of sleeping through it. <laughs> I don't, do... don't. We'll, we'll figure it out. I didn't do... do any story stuff while you were while you're starting to get really dozed when off. When we do the review of this, we'll uh, we'll talk about the story too. So we'll come back and we'll give our final impressions on Ghost of uh, but if you Tsushima. Like... <laughs> Ghost what? of Tsushima? Oh, yeah. Ghost of... What is it? Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghosts of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. 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 There you go. All right, I got it's it. T silent. Tushima. <laughs> Tushimo. Touch my Tushi. <laughs> Forrest got to walk me through all this stuff. Uh, I do want to say one thing, man. I appreciate uh, 
even though COVID is like shut down so much stuff that I love to do, I like to have this time that we get to spend each other playing video games and even doing these podcasts. I mean, we always did these podcasts, yeah. but like having the time to play with you and hang out and thank you very much for helping at WNY too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, for thank you my- guys too. You guys have really been blowing up those videos. Yeah. The Western New York MMA one really blew up quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to see what we're doing, go check out the last video. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll put a tag on it at the end and check it out and if you're still listening and you're a fan of video games in general uh both these games are definitely worth checking out my grievances i don't think really ruin my experience and uh both the games are really the cover cool. system needs to be fixed but either way these games are really well-made games and no matter what people will say on the internet we both believe that these games are yeah, worth checking probably out. one of the best games for playstation last of us too also hopefully they make it online for it because that would be amazing Yes. It's like the one yes. for system one. All right. We're about uh, 30 minutes in, so we are going to get out of here. Go back to playing a little bit? Well, I got to edit this video and post it. Ah. Uh, well, you don't really have to edit it too much. I don't have to edit it, but I still have to post it. And, and I need right. to make a thumbnail for you. Yeah. All right. You go make a thumbnail right now. Forrest is also making all the thumbnails now. That's why they're so much better. So Forrest is going to go make a thumbnail. I'm going to go get this uh, rendered and put up. And then we'll meet back, all right? Sounds good. All right, back. Thank you guys for watching. More goes to uh, Tiramisu. All right. Thank you guys for watching. If you like what you saw here, don't forget to like like what you heard here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. It'll keep you up to date with what we post. And we'll do better with the camera. I still have a phone, so we got this little tablet here. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can see it on camera or not. And that's what Forrest's view is. That's why he looks so beat up. It's really annoying to set up. Yeah, I need to, uh, maybe if we don't get a phone anytime soon, we can get a tablet holder Mm -hmm. so I can hold the tablet and put it on you. Because we got to do something for the podcast, especially when we get Mr. Pat on. All right. Enough said. We're out of here. Love you guys.